podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. The season is over. We have finished second runners-up to Manchester City, as we've known for a few weeks. But we've ended the season on a high, as we normally do, with a 5-0 win against Wolves at the Emirates. And we are back all four of us, we got Jordan, Lee and James. Make sure you show some love in the comment section. Comments of the day will be towards the end of the show. What we're going to do on this one here today is go through each individual player and offer our season ratings for each individual. But before we do, I, I think it's time to crown the, the champion of the season, no? I, I agree. Oh. I, I agree. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I definitely agree. Go on, Lee. You want to go first? Well... Yeah, I, I do because uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. Congratulations, Jordan. Like, no, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, Jordan. Well played. Well done, Jordan. Um, Round of applause for Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why, the reason why, ladies and gentlemen, and I think you now it's got to go to some block. sort of, uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, arbitration, a different court, because you know this this fella up here in the corner makes his own judgments, his own corruption. You know, again, I'm just going to say I've been docked two points. I have, like, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. rightly so because yeah, I've been right. ten minutes late. I've been yeah. ten minutes late. Yep, yeah, 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 right? yeah. I've not halted production on on those occasions. This is no, you haven't. You the haven't. time that this has happened, like, that we yeah. all turn up. Yeah, yeah. and old Turkish up there don't bother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, Lee, as well, Turkish. I'm a big fan. I like Turkish. I'm yeah. a big fan of Turkish. I like him. I want to just start off by saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, yeah. I think we all love Turkish, right? This is not personal. This is not personal. No. But it's an absolute liberty. It's, it's a, a liberty. liberty. It's a liberty. Great word. Yeah? It's an absolute liberty. And at some point, a line's got to be drawn and standards have to be raised. Yeah. And I just think now it's the, what, it's the fifth, <laughs> sixth time? I mean, how many well, times? I, I, I'm, I'm counting six. At least three <laughs> times. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. And then he turns around and says, "It." Do you know what he said yesterday to me, guys? I, I, I don't like to, um, be a grass or whatever. No, of course like, you don't. Of course I, you don't. No. I don't. I don't like it. And it's not sat with me like very well, like. And he said, "Oh well, it's only three points. I still win it." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disgrace. It's it a is disgrace. a disgrace. <laughs> Lee, he's laughing at us. He is laughing at us. And if he continues to get away with it. Which he has done in the past by giving his own sentences. It continues to do it, lads. And so what are we saying? Stripping of titles? I'm stripping the title four no, points. No, no, oh, no. whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, I wasn't going that far. <laughs> four <laughs> point deduction. Please turn I, into my biggest hater all of a sudden. I don't understand what's well, going on. I'm just. Does I'm, it feel I'm good? Just, does I it think it needs to be put out there. And, and uh, you know, Shiroi. You know, he's on the payroll of the Turkish payroll. I'm telling you that, like, you know, I see him having holidays to Turkey every summer. There's something not right there. Like first you know, class on Turkish Airways. First yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, I see that. He, not only that, Jordan, he was on he, he, he was on first class and he was also, you know, in the pilot seat. Like, and then, and come on, like, you know. So uh, he, he's out of it, like, you know what I mean? So I feel he's he's got to go to the comment section. And I feel he deserves to be stripped of it. Because as you said, this is the sixth, I, I think more times than that, but it's definitely the third time we've had to rearrange uh, a new show. That means that means me, you and James getting up early, like we did yeah. yesterday, yeah, 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 for yeah. him for not turn up, yeah, and yeah. then we have to do it again the next day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. 
It, it seems up, to get away with him by going, oh, my bad, and everybody seems to forgive him. Like, you know, well, I'm not, and, I'm not having it no more. And let's think of the let's think of production as well. There's a, there's a stream of shows that have to come out on a schedule for AFTV. And when, yeah. we, when we're delayed for our show, it impacts on James's show, Tactical Insight, go and check it out. It impacts on Bias show, it impacts on Invincibles, it impacts on all the other shows on the production line. So it's not just us that's affected negatively, it affects the whole team, the whole oh. schedule. Lucky, l- l- lucky, lucky! I have a say in the production line as well. Then, so you know oh yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not being horrible. Look, I love Cash. Very, you know, he sort of like runs it from the background and all that. I don't want to say too much, just in case he's in there, like you know what I mean. But he just turns around and says, "Oh, you haven't got this right. You haven't done that. You haven't done that. Don't turn oh. up on time. Don't." I, I, I say yesterday, is, is, have we done the show? Turkish didn't turn up. Oh, okay, nothing. Turkish. Don't nothing. worry about it. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Nothing, not even yeah. a rollicking. But I'll tell you what, if we go two minutes over or we don't mention Trossard over... We get it in the neck. He's in there. He's in there giving it like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know. I'm with you, Lee. I'm with you. Turkish uh, don't turn up. Oh, don't worry about it. See you tomorrow, guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. What's going on here? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an absolute liberty. It's, it's, a, it's a liberty. I think that's the word, a liberty. I'm actually not going to call you Turkish no more. I'm going to call you liberty until it's sorted out. And do you know what makes it even worse? We ain't even in here, and James can get to all the, the technology and all that, can't he? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So he puts it all up there. There's two stars on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't bother turning up. He's got two stars, two titles. Well, I'm saying he's got to be stripped. <laughs> you didn't like that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was, that was funny. Limit. That was the biggest limit. Was <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, okay. I understand the people's concerns, but there's a certain concerns. A, concerns. I, f- I feel like the victim here. I'm actually the victim here. I've, I've jumped on a podcast 8 a.m. in the morning. I'm being attacked from all angles. My, my 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 attorney's not with me. I don't really know what to say. I might just go no comment until he gets here. But I, I'm going to try and explain myself best as possible. There's a certain set of rules that was implemented due to concerns that my fellow colleagues on Forever Arsenal have been having over the season. So those rules came in. Um, and, and maybe this is the best time to tell people that look out for Shiroi next season on my channel. We've got a show coming together. So oh, make, there you go. Make sure you show you go, well. Look at this. Look at that absolute brass neck of the man. Not even hiding it. The corruption is just so blatant. That way, yeah. I'll tell you what, he'll soon be changing his mind when he's sitting here at eight o'clock in the morning and he ain't turning up. I'll tell you that, man. The guy just turned his explanation into an opportunity to create a new show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I bet it's called Cool Shiroi. Yeah. <laughs> better call Shiroi. Actually, that's yeah. a great. That's better a great, call that's Wake a up with Turkish and Shiroi sometimes, anyway. Like, you know, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You you wake oh, up for man. it. You wait and see if we're going to be live, and and you might get it. You might not. That is the beauty of the show. Oh yeah, comment to that one. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty um forgiving person, but. Your, got your, your, say, your, your internet is 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 decided. Great, my internet's gone. No, we're oh, back. back. Oh, great. Carry on. I'm, I'm back. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was just saying the two stars you chucked on for yourself and the open parade. I mean, that is. 
funny. The world doesn't want me he's to get rich. You see what's happening here. They're, they're blocking James' internet. Basically what, basically, what James is saying is he took an absolute liberty. The two stars, the bus parade, the turning up late, the, 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 the new show. It's just, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, you know, distasteful. It's distasteful. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say this now, like, you know. I'll be four points. Uh, like, James is very, what, what's the word? James is very, very laid back and, um, you know, nice guy, James, actually. He was furious. Him, like, he was, he was furious yesterday and he, he was, was like, you know, on our side. And hopefully he's got his internet back to, to confirm this. <clears throat> well, James, can you confirm or deny how furious he was yesterday when um, Turkish uh, was running slightly late? I, I wasn't as bad yesterday. I'm, I'm more annoyed now that the day we're filming it, the internet's not working and it was working great yesterday. So that's what's pissing me off right now. <laughs> Life goes go. on. Let's, let's, so what let's we say for four points. It's got to be four points at least. Well, okay, listen. If it, it, This is how the table looks right now. Yeah, that's how the table looks right now. If you dock me a point, it's going to look like that. If you dock me two points, it's going to look like that. If you dock me three points, it's going to look like that. But if you get your wish, Jordan, and you dock me four points, it's going to look like... Look at this! It's it's going to look... all over the place. Well, I haven't even got the four one there, but because I've got more correct scores than you, Jordan, I still finish ahead of you on 37 points. But you know what? I can I can take that. I can all, I can if you win it on goal difference, I can accept that. I can actually accept that. But it's got to be four points. There we go. Look, there's there's four points deducted. There's the title in the bag. And you know what it is? We've seen, we've seen invincibles. We've seen treble winners. We've seen centurions. Has anyone seen forfeit sibles before? Because no one's no team has forfeited a game and won a league season until I've come about. And here I am. You're a disgrace. If I was you know what? Go. I vote for the four-point stop because there's something that, even though I'm last, I feel good being just three points off top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four you points deducted. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, uh, yeah. just see what, again, what sneaky little bloke he is up there. <laughs> I know. He knows, he's got, he knows he's still got in the bag. Like, you know, All day he's, he's been playing that way. All day he's been playing yeah. that one. All day. Losing out by three points, I'll take that. Yeah, all right. What do you mean? All day I've been planning it. Yesterday I woke up at, at 10 to 8 and I looked at my phone and I said, fuck it, i got a four-point lead. I'm going back to sleep. Oh, <laughs> what a guy. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. What a guy. I think now that I said he should be stripped of it. I really <laughs> It should be fine. It should be fine. It should be fine. Five points. And I think we should go in. We should put a pole up. No, no, we should. We should. We should. We should. By the, by the audience. I agree. I if agree. I was... And, and, I think if you get it, then good luck. And if you don't, I think we we crown Jordan the champion. That's let's do that. For, for, if, for, if, for, if I was if I was Manchester City, I wouldn't have turned up at Brentford. I would have said, "Fuck it, we've won it already. Let's wow. go and enjoy." Wow. Let's Bro, go and enjoy. Absolutely. And Lee, Lee, I'm I'm a bit disappointed with you because as as you can see, I put your star there. I mean, I didn't forget about you. I turned up every week, like. I'm, 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 <laughs> he earned I'm, it. You're a bit disappointed. I tell you what, when I got up yesterday morning, right, and uh, I'm sitting around like we all are, I'm a little bit disappointed you're not there. I'm going to be honest, you know what I mean? Like, you know? Let, let's do a poll. Let's do a poll. No, nah, he ain't doing no poll because he knows nah, he's... No, no, no. Listen, as much as I love the viewers out there and as much as... Listen, listen to you. 
the engagement has been beautiful all season long, and I've got the utmost respect for each individual out there that clicks the Forever Arsenal podcast. Shameless. This is not a battle that will be going to the jury. Like Shameless. I said, I've got a new show with Shore coming out next season. Another you, plug. Another yeah, plug. If you want to know the, 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 the rules and regulations moving into next season, then tune into that show. Subscribe to my channel, oh. Turkish LDN. Wow. Yeah. Wow. In no shine, oh, wow. no shine. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with this because I'm, 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 I'm furious now. So, what? Okay, so we've got, we've, we've got, we've gone past that, all of that. Is anyone going to say congratulations? Is anyone going to say well done on the, the on cheek? The, the absolute cheek. The absolute no. cheek. No. I'm anyway. just going to accept my fourth place and be delighted that Lee got the same amount of points. That's a, that's a win for me. <laughs> ah, my wooden spoon, the red one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that more than yeah, I am. We're, but... we're, we're that. Congratulations for that, like you know. And uh, we've also got this one because I think you deserve this, James. Just a little yeah, stir. Sure, I do. Dear, dear, dear. So there's the two coming towards you because you. I've come bottom for not one season. <laughs> absolutely for two years, an absolute disgrace. But there you go. <laughs> Do you not feel any shame that you've got no more points than me? Surely, Lee. Surely Listen, he's taking been... the chase. He's got a star up there for having the same points as Jordan, like, you know what I mean? Goal difference, <laughs> mate. Goal difference. No difference. It makes a difference. <laughs> Surely you feel a little, a little ashamed of your performance this season. Yeah, I am. But, like, listen, I was actually sitting there when we was 3-0 down going, like, they're going like, you're happy. I said, am I happy? I said, I'm bottom of this bloody league. I didn't know what I was going on about. Like, but when Jesus scored, I was up like a good night. Like. <laughs> I was, um, and actually when, uh, whose who's goal got chalked off? Partey's. Partey, uh, yeah. I was in the group chat. VAR. <laughs> I was human. I had three ones. I was, I was like, delighted. I on Wolves. I was screaming at the TV going, Ben White shoved him. Ben White went right down in my estimation. No wonder Southgate's got rid of you. I'm going. I don't know if you lost scores, but unfortunately for you guys, the, the the price of the shirts have also gone up this season. So, the By cost... way, that's a disgrace. Yeah, it is. Sorry, it is. like onto sort of football chat now. That's a disgrace. Um, it already went up ten pounds from the the year before. Um, the whole point of the shirt is it's celebrating the Invincibles twenty years on. You have to buy the authentic match worn yeah. shirt for you to actually get the the stitching with the Invincibles results, which is what makes that shirt so special. Um, look, I love the club and I get it. You, you know, you, these things cost money, inflation, all that. I hear it, but come on, imagine <coughs> imagine you're a and I'm I, look. I'm lucky. I have to buy myself one shirt. There are families out there. There are people out there who are buying one for themselves. The rest of them, kids. You know. I mean, I, I'm only imagining how it is. You, you can't buy it for one. You buy it for all three of them. Whatever. We. You're 350 pounds spent on kit before. Before anything else, you know. It's it's, it's, it's no, a joke if you ask me. But. You're right because people will look at it, and and there are kids out there. That some kids will get the the the, the one with the, the the writing on it, and then other kids won't. And you know, what I mean, oh, your one's not real and all that. I think it's disgusting what they've done. I really do like, you know, 
and, and, and as I say, for us, you know, thanks to you guys, this is the um, you know the expensive one. And and do you know what? You can't really tell a difference between the, the most expensive one and last season's one, and that's how it should be. Like you know what I mean? So um, yeah, pretty poor from Arsenal. And I tell you another thing that I thought was pretty poor yesterday on Sunday, and it got got to me a little bit. Was was some of the players were wearing the socks the right way, and some of them weren't. You know what I mean? Like, what's all that about? You know, if you, some of them had the flashes on the inside, some of them had on the outside. Uh, and, and Nelson come on with one on one side, one on the other. You know what I mean? Come on. What was all that about? <laughs> you know, haven't they got a left and a right, with, you know, in their socks? You know what I mean? That tells you what one to put on. <clears throat> just on, on, on the shirt thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not buying it. I, I, I just think, I think they're laughing at us. I think they're taking oh, it absolutely. Yeah, oh, I agree. Every, every year putting it up by £10. And I saw Robbie's video talking about it. And I hope talking about the fact that, you know, we're Arsenal fans. You just got to go and buy it. Or you don't have to go and buy it, but it's what we do. And I'm like, that's the problem. We just give into it. And we just buy it. And we just accept that every year it's £5 more or £10 more. It's a, it's a disgrace. It's, a, it's an absolute disgrace. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not buying it. I refuse to buy it. I'm just not buying it. It's, 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 it's not, it's not, it, it, I'm not buying it because it, it feels like they're laughing at us. They're just like, oh, you know what, we'll put it up by £10. They are, they are. 80 quid for a shirt. Yeah. Come the, on. Be, before the patches and the names and all of that. Yeah, so really, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's more if you get like the, um, the name badge and, and I tell you what, you can get the, uh, uh, as people don't know, you can get the Champions League logo on the sleeve and all, mm-hmm. but they don't give you that for free. You know what I mean? So that's more. So I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll because, we're, because we're Champions League, I see a lot of people with the Champions League logo on the side as well. Like you know, um, disgrace, absolute disgrace. What's that? Another eight pound, twelve pound, or something just for the package? Yeah, do you know, Turkish. You know, like I, I actually like the warm-up tops that you get. I always like to buy. A couple mm. of them so that's what I do. Yeah, fifty pound they were last season. They're sixty pound this year. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know what they're, they're, they they saw how well the black and um, gold shirt sold last year, the best selling shirt ever, and they thought, well, the ten pound rise didn't really have much of an effect. Let's do it again this season. And again, I mean, I, th- I think in the first couple of days of release, it was a it was another record break for the home kit. So again, they're probably looking at it like, well, this increase hasn't had much of an effect either. Next season, don't be surprised if it's eighty five, ninety pound. Well, just don't. You know what? That go buy Declan Rice for a hundred million, then go buy Casado for eighty. But, you but, know, but James, but, but, I don't, but sorry, sorry to cut you there, but I don't even see a correlation because even if they do get those players in, they're still they're still mocking us by eighty quid for a shirt is an absolute disgrace. And whether you're spending are. the money on on big big money signings or not, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't you're know. right. There's absolutely there isn't. You're right. There isn't a correlation. I'm just saying we're paying top dollar. Go do it as well. Yeah, but, I agree. And don't but, forget, season tickets have gone up as well this year. But I'm being petty. Like Jordan is saying that I'm being petty. I'm like, I know, oh, you're charging I us this. I know, I know. I know, there's no, you're right. There's no correlation. Let's just see where looking at it. By the way, I actually, I actually thought Sunday was a, was, I thought the, the, the Arsenal fans feeling around Sunday and the end of the season was, was good. I think it was the right mm. feeling generally that I saw. Uh, I thought Dan Potts fan cam was, class um this whole you know he's basically saying look we're behind the team we've got a really good platform let's go again i felt i was worried that sunday's um feeling was going to be like 
almost a little, not a little flat. I always knew the team would go get get a good send off, but maybe like a feeling of that was our chance kind of thing. Um, but I think the fans are raring to go next year and go again, and I think that's really encouraging. And I think we need a big summer now. I I have to say, James, you know, I mean, I, I think that was down to Mikel Arteta and his speech uh, and Udegaard because I, I was a little bit. You know, like I did celebrate the goals, but not the way that we have done all season, you know. Um, but it was interesting. I, I looked around, everybody was sort of staying. And then I think when what Mikel said and the guys, you were disappointed we go get. I think that was fantastic what he said. I really do. I, I, I really do fit. And that's what got everybody staying and, and, and motivated for next season. Yes, it was, we've done okay, but we're disappointed. He kept mentioning that we're going to go again. We need to. to to go again. I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant speech. And uh, I think that is what he, he has he has brought. You know, I, I do believe, and I think that, you know, if Mikel ever listens to the fans now, they are, I like, I like the word he said, be, you know, patience. Thanks for your patience. Thanks for your support and everything like that. The club now, and under Mikel, have, are going to take him at what he's saying, like we did with Arsene Wenger a little bit. So I felt we got let down by Wenger in the end. I felt that I, I would have followed Wenger forever, uh, but the way it ended, he let us down a little bit by covering up certain things and whatever. I think now with Mikel Arteta, the fans are on board just like I am now. And we believe in what he's going to do. So don't let us down. You know, that that's how I feel. And I don't think that he will. And that's where I feel I can follow him and be like I am at this moment in time. Um, and with all the things that are taking the Mickey out of us, like the uh, like the shirt sales and all that, I'm pretty sure if you spoke to Mikel, he wouldn't be happy with that. That I know it's only a silly thing like the writing on the on the thing, but I think that that is not the way to go. I, I really do. I think you know you, you <clears throat> don't don't abuse the fans' loyalty. Don't abuse the fact that, yeah, we've had a good season in this this time around, but don't think that that's going to be enough because I tell you what, us fans are fickle. Don't worry about that. Like, and if things don't go well, we will change. But at this moment in time, we're behind the club, behind the, behind the team and, and behind the manager. Well, that's that's the point. It goes back to James' <clears throat> point about the club doing their bit by spending the money. What, what they're doing by increasing the, the shirt sales um, the shirt prices, sorry, for next season is putting us under more pressure because if Arsenal win the title, no one's going to care about an £80 shirt. They'll buy it. But if you don't win the title, if you finish fourth or fifth, the th things like the price yep. of the shirt and the tickets are going to come. They'll be the first things the yeah. fans are going to start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just putting yourself under more pressure by increasing the prices because it's like, well, okay, if you're increasing the prices... I want to double next year. <laughs> to James, to kind of James has, you know, made, made a fair point. If you're going to increase the prices, then that's going to increase my expectations. Yeah, if I'm paying more money now for a shirt, I want two trophies next year. <laughs> what, what they're <laughs> saying, what, I mean? to you, what they're saying to you is right, and this is how I see it. Right, <clears throat> there's a price for the an extra price for the better shirt. Right, the extra the better shirt is a an extra bit of money. So basically, if you want to go and buy that, go and buy, which the fans will, right? That comes down to the players as well. Now there's there's Casido out there, but he is that he's got all the writing on his on his shirt. Like you go and get him, you know what I mean? Like you go and get Declan Rice because they're the the top people. Like you know, I, I, and I'm with James on this. Like you know what I mean? I I expect, and I, I I'm going to be really, I expect big big signings this year. I don't expect us to be skin flinting 
on players because at the end of the day, you're asking us, because we've got champions, you know, everybody goes mad about, oh, we're in a Champions League. Well, I can tell you this at this moment. Champions League, all it's doing for me is costing me money to hear, to hear a, a theme tune. You know what I mean? It's, it's like because my season ticket's gone up. The shirts have all gone up, like, you know what I mean? Like, every, like, I'm, I'm probably sure that the beers would have gone up, the burgers would have gone up, the pies would have gone up. Everything's going up, like, you know what I mean? Like, to just do here some Champions League music and play four, ga- three games against a, a better opposition, you know, like uh, a Bayern Munich instead of a, a Feyenoid or someone like that. I'm telling you that now. I expect big, big things in this this transfer window now, and I don't expect us to be skin flinting. I expect if you're if you're going to let Shaka go, I expect two class midfielders come down to this club, and also I want to see world class players at the Emirates. I'm seeing class players at the moment. I want to see world class players. Yeah, I, I actually agree. And uh, on James's point, I mean, Jordan, you're right. The price rise is it is disgraceful what it's got to over the years. But I think James's point is it's probably more digestible if you can get big names over mm-hmm. the line and, like you said, win the big titles. Mm-hmm. No one's going to care too much about how much they paid because they're going to be more proud than anything to to be rocking the badge, the shirt, the name and all of that. <coughs> Sorry, but Lee, you made a point after the game against Wolves and I, I, I want to go back onto that point, but Arteta and Odegaard's post-match speech or post-season speech both led with disappointment. Yeah, both led with this didn't turn out to be the season we would have thought or you know expected, having you know done what we done throughout the majority of it, and that shows that for me, Mikel Arteta has the standards I need to to standards. see from my manager. That's what I need to hear. That's what I need to see. I don't want to be, you know, we've been in this situation before where we've heard, oh, top four's a trophy. You should be happy with it. Now we're in a situation where, he, you know what, even credit to Edu as well, because Edu said we've gone from um, being happy with top four to being disappointed with second. And he's bang on. I know a lot of people have ripped him for that for, for, for one reason or another, but for me, that's bang on. And that also increases the pressure on himself and the people around him to, to kick on yeah. next season. Because if second is a disappointment this season, it's going to be a bigger disappointment next season. And the season after that. So it's it's now time that the, the bar's been raised, the line's been drawn. We are back. That's how I'm looking at it. We are back to square one. What are you going to do from here? And they're, they're all saying all the right things. And I expect them to, to move early again. Rice, Caicedo, you know, cheeky bid for Oshiman. We need a striker. Why not? I, I want us to start going for the top, top players, like Lee said. You know, people might say it's not the Arsenal way, and it hasn't been the Arsenal way. You're right. But at the end of the day, we're, you, we're now dealing with, with a big six. We're now dealing with more clubs than we've ever been dealing with in the past when we're talking about a title or challenging or competing for the top four. And yeah. so we've got, to, we've, we've got to push the boat out here and there. And this is the season to do it now. So hopefully we're in for a big summer. But I'm excited. I trust, I, I trust the people in charge. You know, I'm not sitting here stressing about it. I, I'm. Let's see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see how what how the next four, five, six weeks heading into preseason unfolds. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. And it ain't all about um, signing, <clears throat> like you know, old ninety million pound players or things like that. It's about getting the right players in, which is what they've done over the last few seasons. What what uh, what is exciting for me about? the Champions League um, is that we have signed very, very good players 
without it. And, and we have, you know what I mean? Like if you look at the players that we've got in this football club at the moment, we've all we're all sit here and go, we we love every single player that's playing for the Arsenal at the moment. They have all come under the Europa League banner, right? Now that this is the one, the Champions League banner, it's gone up a level. And I can tell you this guys now, right? None of us, and that is including us four in here and uh, all around the fan group, not, when we got top four, none of us celebrated it. None of us went on the streets going, yeah, we've got Champions League football. Well, hey, like, you know, like it was a trophy. What I will say is, like, and I'm not having a dig at Spurs when I say this, um, even though I like to, when I come out of Tottenham last season, they was all having a party and all that because they got top four. And I think that we would have done exactly the same if we'd have got top four last season. We would have been celebrating it, like, you know. We didn't celebrate it this season. That shows you what levels we've gone up. So if we wasn't wasn't if we celebrate top four next season, that would tell me is that we've failed. We've failed because we've not improved on last season. Now I'm not saying that we because we come second we should go first because you're up against Manchester City. But I I, I will be very very disappointed if Arsenal don't put in a title challenge next season and don't end up second again. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, it's no disgrace and not to be ashamed to be um, second behind this this Manchester City team. And and one of the things that pleased me, I know at the end of the day, they might not drop, but, but look back at the table now. Five points is about right of, of, of how, how better they were than us. And so I'm I'm quite pleased with that when I have a look at the league table. Not not because we obviously we didn't win it, but... It could have been eight, nine, ten points, and that wouldn't have been right, and wouldn't have been a right reflection on the um, the season. But five points is a reflection. <laughs> what could have been? Like, yeah. I said, like I said in my fan cam, I was I was there at the game, and I was checking yeah. the Man City scores throughout in my head, just thinking this should have been the game where I've got my phone right in front of me. I'm constantly refreshing the the flash score app. Waiting for Brentford to score, seeing us do our job by yeah, it was all a but, dream. But Turkish, you know, and look, let's have it right. Man City played very rotated 11s and all that, but but this is why I wanted us to take it to the final week. Not, I mean, ultimately, they dropped the five points I was looking for them to drop, but like I said, there's context to it. But what's key is, is little things like look at that in CISO goal, right. Yeah, brilliant playing out the back. But then it's a goal, it's a strike from what, 25 yards, whatever, into the top corner. Anything can happen in football. Look at, you know, Haaland scored and what was it, offside or there was a foul in there. Um, you know, they missed some big chances in that game. Football can just happen. Even though they rotated, Man City dropped points because they missed some big chances. A little bit of luck didn't go their way. And then a, a really great goal kind of denied them. And Brighton played well as well. But my point is, I just want us to take it to the final week because... Things can just happen. And and I, and that result could have happened even if they had their first 11 out. When, I'm, I'm saying when you look at kind of the way the game went. But look, it's all happened now. Part of the team on a good season. Let's go and rate them all now. Well, well what do we make of the Xhaka situation? Because it, it looked like for the two weeks leading up to the final game of the season that it was going to be his final game. I think everyone's still assuming it is his final game. Well, it was his final game. But Mikel Arteta has kind of come out to to question where the 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 question from the interviewer came from regarding Jacka's final game. Do, do, do we see it as he's gone, or do, is there still? Did you see Pippa's video? 
Yeah, we'll find yeah. out next week. We'll By see. the way, big up to Pippa because a lot of people took that video and shared it and didn't credit her. But anyway, um, Pippa, yeah, just asked him straight up uh, at, at his car, are you leaving? He said, we'll see. Um, my feelings on it very quickly are, while my internet's working, um, uh, I think he is going because I think, you know, with the whole thank you Gunners post and all that, you've got to think it's close. He has actually been close to leaving before and said, you know, Rome is nice and all that and then didn't leave. So things might change. If you're asking me right now, would I take Granit Xhaka staying and two players coming in along with that over him leaving and potentially going and bringing three in? I'd rather he stays and we get two more. I think he's yeah. shown his value in the squad this season um, and, and in the first 11. And he knows what Arteta needs him to do in that position. And he's clearly respecting the team. You saw that with the, the standing ovation from the, the players as well on the bench and the staff. So, yeah, if, if he stays and we bring in two players, that for me is the the perfect um, situation for our midfield going to next year. And Smith-Rowe staying, he's here to be a midfielder as well, no doubt. I, I actually agree. Um, I, I think he will go. He's, he's going. Um, I just don't think he can say it until it's confirmed and announced, but I think he's going. But I also would keep him if, as long as we brought in two more midfielders. As a squad player, Shaka's a good player for us. Oh, I said his name. I said his name. Um, he's a good Ray! player for us. I said his name. And, and, I, and I do actually want to, just as we're talking about him now, the Swiss captain, number 34, our longest-serving player, I believe, Granit Xhaka. There you go. I want to say well done to for, for, for a brilliant season. I think he's had a really good season. I've, I've been hard on him for years and I wanted him out. Him and Mustafi were two players that for years I wanted gone. I just wanted gone. Um, but fair play to him. He's turned it around. He's shown the club respect when for a time and the fan base respect for a time when a time when he didn't charge respect when he walked off the pitch. I thought what he did walk off the pitch was unforgivable. You can't do that. I don't care what, 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 what the circumstance is. You can't walk off the pitch, tell the fans to F off and throw the captain's armband. Um, you can't do that. You just can't do that. Um, but to do that and then win the fans' background um, with performances, but not only performances, but leadership, because I think he is our captain in all but name. Um, and, I, and I think that's how he's won me around. I've watched him play and I think to myself, you care about this club. You care about this club winning. You care about your performances and what you're doing. I do still hold him responsible for the, for the, the Liverpool comeback, but we won't go there again. But, but that aside, I do think he deserves a lot of respect. And Granit Xhaka, I, do, I think he's going. I will say congratulations and well done for the last 18 months, two years. Um, but I do think it's time to level up. I think the reason why he's going is because... The contract length. I think the club are prepared to give him a one year, and I think he's been offered a three year in in Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um, so I, I think that's the reason why he's ultimately going. Um, and I get it; he wants to secure his future, and, and and I understand that. But if they could if they could give him a two two to three year contract, um, with the with the understanding that he won't be starting next season, yeah, I'd have no issue him staying. I'd like to think that he's probably. Um... Decided that he that he wants to leave because he he knows that he's not going to get so many minutes. Like they've had a chat and they've said, look, we're bringing in so and so and so and so, and and you know um, you will still get minutes, but not as many. And I think that's what I'm hoping that, that is a, is the scenario. And and if that is the case, that's you know, thank you very much. We're looking to 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 get it up. And, and what what I will say on this is sometimes, yeah, you can give him another year, 
Um, but next year, you might not be able to get the player that you want this year. You know, it might be one of those players coming in who's on a free transfer and they want to get that player in. And it means that, you know, you have to make sacrifices. And this is what I said to you before all of this comes next season. I think we're going to have to accept that there's going to be a couple of sacrifices to get what we want. Um, and if Shaka is going to be sacrificed for, for a Casido and a Rice, then or someone of that ilk, then, you know, we're all going to take that, aren't we, like, you know? And But for me, you know, he's been fantastic the last couple of years. And uh, if there was a case scenario that we can bring in those players and he could still be a backup and all that, I, I would love that. But when you get to a certain age of your, of your career, you want to continue playing. That doesn't mean to say that you move and that's going to happen, but you know that if you're going to be signed by another club, you feel like you're going to be playing more games yeah. And, and also, when you get to that age, when you're being a regular and and then all of a sudden you're not, it, it can be very, very hard to take. Um, and so I get everything there. Like, but I, I, the one thing that I, I will say that I, I'm going to miss is that Arsenal over the years have been accused of being bullied. When he's in the team, that don't happen. So if we're going to let him go, we've got to bring in a couple of real strong characters. Um but, for when that happens. And uh, another big thing is that, you know, which I don't think none of us have got uh, uh, said anything about it. Like, you know, not one player sent off in the whole of the season this season. Yeah, right? I, heard that. I heard that yesterday. Yeah. From, yeah. Um, from what's Great. been going on over the last few years, mm. that just showed you the discipline that the managers implicated through through training and whatever. Uh, so, a big up to every single player. That Le- becomes, uh, Le- sorry, is that, is, that, is that legally or is that... In all competitions, all competitions, you know what I mean. So that's players that have been getting bookings and then not making silly tackles and Mm. and things like that. Listen, you know what I mean. You you will get sending off every now and then for whatever. But the discipline of the football club, you know, is has always been questioned. You know, even under Wenger about discipline and you know whatever. Can't say that now. So that just shows you how well the manager has done. and, and the credit to them, to them all. And, and Granite Shacker, probably the, the biggest culprit of all on that. When he got books this time, the, I never actually thought, I'll oh, get him off. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. He, he, he was stable. And, uh, you know, so all credit to him. Right? And I, listen, he'd be missed. And I'll tell you what was a great thing, as, you, as Jordan said there, from that day onwards, if you'd have turned around anybody and said, you know, you'd have got this standing ovation, you made a film about it or something like that, you say, well, it's not realistic. It's not true. It's never going to happen. And it is. And that's what's fantastic about football. So well done to him. Well done to Mikel. And uh, also well done to the fans because the fans' opinion has changed. Um, and he done that with, with performances. And that's what can happen with that's all that really matters to us, what you do on the football pitch. Exactly that. Me, I don't care about your, your private life or, or whatever. You know, I wish you the best and I hope you're happy. But in terms of my love for Arsenal, it's on the pitch. And if you're, if you're showing me 100% commitment on the pitch and and you're, you're reliable and you're, you're you know, um, doing the best you possibly can, then that's all I can really ask for. At the same mm. time, if he stays, that would be ideal. Two midfielders in and he becomes a rotational option. If he goes, I'd want three midfielders in, ideally Gundogan with, with Rice and Kaiseido, but we'll see what we do. And we'll talk about transfers more moving forward. We have got about 10, maybe just 15 minutes left max to go through the um, player ratings. So let's kind of, you know, we'll start with the goalkeeper, we'll work around 
Can I just say Turkish before we start? Um, I saw Cecil, Ty, uh, Rob do their, their play ratings. Um, I watched that video after the game. Disgrace. They were disgraceful. They were disgraceful. They really were. They were there was nines and tens flying about. They were generous. To, there'll be no nines or there'll be a few nines. There's no tens on, on this show. I can tell you for a fact. Sorry. I just want to say they were they were embarrassing. They were Respect embarrassing. Matt Turner. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so what are you saying? This is the real player rating. This is a real player rating for him. Just on Cecil, did you see uh you know, like the Spurs fans put a flag out back, you yeah. know, mocking the Arsenal, and he's on it, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, with his, with his shirt at Christmas, like, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> four old Cecil, like, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna he's leave that one down, like, he's, you know? he's getting it, he's getting it. <laughs> you look, you look gutted for him, me. Oh, yeah, totally devastated for him, like, you know, <laughs> if he wants to do stupid things like that, you know what I mean? There's, there's consequences, isn't there? Like, you know, he's only he's only new, he's learning, he's learning, he's learning, <laughs> he's learning on the job. Listen, I, jo- I joined at the same time, I didn't once dream of printing the, the table <laughs> on my t shirt, but listen, you're you're. You're an intelligent man, like, you know, I mean, that's all I was saying. Oh, like, you know, Cecil's got personality, but, like, you know, I won't win on my quiz team. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know. Credit to him, yeah, he's owning it. I asked him, I actually asked him, are you, are you like, joking apart, are you okay? Because a lot of people are sharing this. He went, yeah, it was just a Christmas T-shirt. It's not that deep. I was like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> he's still around. Yeah, he has oh, a video with me anyway. But yeah, and I, I, I'm happy he done that video afterwards with the team because I'm not in that video, and that's the one that's gone viral. So, um, that feels good. Uh, let's start Ramsdale. Let's let's do the main players rather than the ones that have been um, on the fringes slash haven't played many minutes. So do the main players are starting. You're them. not gonna let me rate Car Hines' season. Um, unfortunately, not, James. Unfortunately, sorry, we're shortchanging the viewers here. But all right, let's go. Hey, you're the one that needs to leave early. If you want to extend your stay, and then we'll yeah, all right, it's an eight for Ramsdale. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right, to be honest, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm I'm gonna give Ramsdale an eight. Yeah, um, on eight as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give him an eight. I'll give him an eight. I think he's made some big saves across the season at big moments. And as we know, goals change games. And he has made saves, whether it's one nil up or nil nil, that you're like, wow. I can think of a handful of games right now. So he's been one of my top three players of the year at Arsenal. He's in my top three. So yeah, I'll give him a, an eight. I was going to go to a nine, but I, I said eight. Let's go for an eight. And he's improved this season. I think his season's got better than last season. The, the mistakes are not so much there. Every now and then there is, but I, I think that uh, he should be very proud of his uh, season this season. Yeah, very good. Room for improvement, but with his age, I think that comes hand in hand uh, with experience and, and development. Uh, the way I look at it is it's an eight this season. If he has the same season next season, with some of the mistakes that we've seen this season, then I'd probably rate that more a seven, potentially a six, because... I would have hoped that he'd learning from his mistakes this season, but for this season, his age and and it's only his second full season at the club. I think I think he's been solid and, and one he of has the- he has pulled off some worldy like mm. bosses. Like I, I just remember back to Bournemouth, Liverpool, Newcastle, Tottenham, the White Hart Lane. Yeah. I mean, if someone wanted to give him a nine, I wouldn't fight them. I, I, I was I was thinking about a nine, but I'll go over eight with you guys. I'll go over eight. Okay. All right, let's go right back. Ben. I'm trying to go with a nine now. I tell you, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Jordan, be at you. 
Benjamin White, right back. Didn't expect him to be our starting right back of the season, but Saliba came in, took the right centre-back slot, and Benjamin White slotted in that right back, and, and he hasn't looked back. Um, Jordan, let's start with you first. We'll go around in terms of starting with ratings. Mm. So you give us yours for, for White. It's a seven for me. I think he's had a really good season. I don't quite rate him as much as you guys do. But if I'm being objective and fair, he's had a brilliant season. And I think for 80% of the season, I think he's been brilliant. I think he's solid. I think he's been a very, very good ally to Saka on on that side. I think defensively, I rarely see him get beat. Um, I'm I'm just still not totally comfortable with him being a right-back. I think he'd be a better centre-back, but I just don't... That's not going to happen now. But um, I, I would like to buy a, a really good right back and have Ben White as a third centre back. I think if White, Saliba, and Gabriel are your three centre backs, you're doing you're doing pretty well um, in terms of quality of personnel. Um, so I, it's a seven for me. I, I, I've seen some bad games, a handful of bad games, but when he's been really good, he's been um, he's been very important to Saka, which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll give him a seven. Seven, Lee. Uh, I'm going to give him an eight. I think he's been. I think he was exceptional for eight months of the season. The last part, he just dropped off a little bit. I thought he played really, really well um, uh, on on um, on Sunday. Uh, he's had one or two bad games along the on the way, but I think if I'll be really honest, he's gone above and beyond as as far as his performances are concerned this season. I think he's been been brilliant, and I think that he could play in a back three. I think Arsenal will play back three next season maybe in Europe and whatever, I think. And I think that uh, he'd be key to that. I think that he's had a wonderful season and uh, I, I, he gets a lot of stick from other other fan bases and I don't understand why. I think he's been out, outstanding. Yeah, James. Yeah, eight for me. But it's, it's like an eight closer to a nine than it yeah. is. Uh, um, yeah, because I think he's been exceptional. Yeah, I'm going to say eight as well. I think, I think it's... It's been a good, it's been a good debut season in that position for him. But I'm with Lee. I think I I, I see um, a different setup next season, and, and that right centre back slot being more for Ben White. And and with the rumours of a right back coming in, you know he's going to be competing with Saliba and or the 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 right side of the back three. Having you know for 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 thirty thirty two games of the season, I never saw him under any real threat. I mean, he dealt with the majority of, of wingers in the league. Um, he was a big part of our of our great early defensive record as well. He overlapped Saka when necessary. I know that faded towards the end and and actually White as an individual, I think he was quite burnt out towards the end as well in some of those games. I still think he's done enough for an 8, um, eight out of 10 for me. Can I just very quickly add to it, Turkish, that one thing I do rate about him as well is he, he, from what I can remember, he never gets caught napping at the back post. One of the things that used to drive me crazy about Bellerin was that he always got, got, got caught napping at the far post. So when the ball's on our left side, he was always caught ball-watching. And, and we'd let in a lot of goals through Bellerin at the back post, just, just, just ball-watching. Ben White never ball-watches. Or I can't think of times when I thought that goal goals come across you and you've not had your marker. Yeah, yeah. He's very, very diligent with his right-back duties. He's very intelligent. So it's a seven for me, but it's seven probably leaning towards an eight, if I'm being really fair. And I, I actually, I like the dirty side he has as well, because sometimes he gets physical with either the mm. goalkeepers or the defenders, and, and you need that as a defender. So a few eights and a seven, 
Let's move over to the other side. A, a big signing last summer, Zinchenko. He's came in and transformed the way we play. Um, defensive concerns about him all season, probably highlighted more towards the end with the whole slip-up and, and missing out on the league title. But all in all, 38-game season. Lee, where are you going with for Zinchenko? I'm going to go for a seven for Zinchenko. And the only reason I'm going for that is because he's been injured for quite a part of that as well. Like, you know, he's not been... Uh, uh, hasn't played as many games as I like, if I'll be honest. I think he's a very, very good player going forward. Forget about his defensive stuff. He's not in there for that. He's in there to, to create and do what he's done. And when he's been available for us, I think he's been magnificent. But not enough games for me. Been, I think it's his third injury this season. Um, seems to go three or four games and then 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 has a little uh, injury. He's got, uh, and when you think about, it, we've got a lot more games next season. So. Uh, that's a little, and maybe that's why Mikel's looking to, to bring someone on the right so it don't change our um, shape so much. Well, I thought that worked really well with party, by the way. But uh, yeah, for me, a seven. Seven. Yeah, I, I give him an eight for the same reasoning that Lee said that actually a, f- a few too many injuries. Um, yeah, the end of season form, mainly defensively, was the only time defensively I think he's been a concern. I think most of the season he's been fine. Um, just to kind of as an out-and-out left-back we haven't had the ball. But, you know what, if he kept fit, maybe showed a little bit more form towards the end of the season, but I've leaned towards the nines and tens because he's been so transformative to this team. Um, all right, well, we'll come to you, Jordan. You'll get your say. <laughs> um, if people talk, uh, Saliba and Jesus have had a massive impact, but... What he has done from left back position to impact this get to impact this team is unbelievable. There were shouts for there were genuine discussions about him being the signing of the season at one point. Obviously, it's Haaland. we know that, but there were genuine discussions about that, um, and um, and that's because of how good he was. I think it's very easy to forget in that January to March period how brilliant he was for us. Um, so yeah, it's an eight, but because of that loss of form and the injuries. Another eight for me. I think you're going to hear a lot of eights from me, that's for sure, because I think eight kind of represents a season where there's been progress, there's been very good performances, but to get more consistent nines and tens, I think you need to get over the line. It's yeah. in something, whether that's a Premier League tie and FA Cup, Europa League, you know, we, we, we failed in the lot come the end of the season. But eight for Zinchenko, more so because of how he's transformed us in terms of the system we are playing and the overload in midfield. Um, a cool heads under pressure at times. There are concerns for me. I mean, at the beginning of the season, we James in particular said, you know, he's coming in as a midfielder, as an eight, and, you know, competition for Xhaka. Um, and, and to be honest, he wasn't wrong when you look at his positions on the pitch. He doesn't start in that position, but he adds the overload. He adds the extra man in the middle that, that creates the overload. I've seen him give away the ball one too many times across the season in, in silly positions. So... I have my doubts whether he could start in midfield. But in terms of playing left-back inverted and, and, and assisting, I think I think he's been pretty close to a revelation in terms of seeing what we're seeing, in terms of assisting. I agree. The importance. Jordan, you can you can open your eyes wide, but under, <laughs> under Wenger, under Wenger, it became so stale. It was so much of the same football going in and out every single week, not really kind of tweaking things, not really coming up with something new that it's been so refreshing to see what Zinchenko and later on we'll talk about Jesus have done in terms of the modern philosophy we've been seeing from Pep and 
and even Klopp at Liverpool and, and the great sides over the last 10 years. So for me, eight. I mean, I couldn't disagree anymore, the, 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 the two of you. It's a six for me. And the reason why it's a six for me is because, I, I, first of all, I'm not totally in love with this inverted you can't, role. You can't I'm, pass like Edison. Just say it, Jordan. Well, there, well, there is that. There is that. But also, I'm just not in love with this inverted, inverted role. I, 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 yeah, I'm not convinced by it. Second of all... Do you, City, not, City do you are about to win a league with it. Yeah, Sorry? that's what I'm City are about to win a treble with not, the same system. But we're not City. And City no, have, a, have a squad and a team that can... The A is more seasoned in that particular... Because they've been doing it for two seasons now, Manchester City. They can afford to do... They, they can do that. They have the personnel across the pitch to do that. I'm not sure that it works yet for us. I'm not Turkish. You mentioned some of his defensive, defensive, efficient, defensive deficiencies. I'm not convinced that his what he contributes in midfield, coming into midfield, outweighs what we lose from him as being a left back. I think there's been lots of games where he's given the ball away really cheaply. Unlike Ben White, there have been goals where I'm looking at him and thinking, that's your fault, Zinchenko. And I would, I personally would just like a left back. I wouldn't even be mad if we moved him into midfield. I wouldn't be angry if he was our fourth midfielder. I wouldn't be angry about that. But for me, I, I think he's had a good season. Injuries have, 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 have kind of really curtailed where I would really want him to be. But it's a six for me. I think he's been just above average. I think he's when he's played, he's been good, but there's been lots of bad as well with him in the team. So it's a six for me. Cool. With Lee, what was yours again? An eight as well? Seven. Seven. Seven, a couple eights and a six. So a bit more varied there. Centre back. <coughs> Let's start with the centre back that ended the season, Gabriel. Oh, I get to kick this one off. Um Oh, again, I'm Hovering on an eight slash nine, uh, I'll give him an eight because I think the first ten or so games in season a little shaky, and then I think a few goals conceded in the running where maybe could have done a little better. That's where I'm kind of um, that's where the negatives come. Mm-hmm. But I think he's been re- I think he's been really really good all season. I- Arsenal conceded far too many goals this season, far too many. However. I think that's a problem with the team. Not, I don't look at Saliba necessarily. Even Rob Holding, who's had a lot of criticism, and we'll get on to Rob Holding. I mean, it, I mean, ultimately the team kind of failed, you know, in, in its defensive duties. And Gabriel and Saliba, I mean, the amount of work that they're asked to do just as a pair. Yeah. You know, we're all going to bomb forwards. We're going to have eight attackers. Can the two of you just sweep up? Um, we put immense pressure on them, and they come through so often. Um, and the amount of away clean sheets, I think, is such a big sign as to how resilient they've had to be as a pair as well. So, uh, Gabriel gets an eight. But, again, if people want to go nines, I'm not going to fight them on it. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm going to give him an eight as well. But he's probably probably closer to a seven than a nine. Yeah. Either, but I'm going to say eight because without Saliba, he has looked a bit suspect at times and James you are right beginning of the season and end of season there was a couple moments there maybe more mistakes at the beginning and more moments at the end where could he have done better should he have done better but throughout the majority I think he was solid and part part of why we have been so great this season breaking the lines of his passes as well let's not forget that as well mm. as being kind of the rugged centre-back of the two is Saliba but I think it, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with an eight Jordan 
Um, it's late for me as well. Um, I think he's had a brilliant season, but I think also I would upgrade if I could on him for next season. I just don't think he's a Premier League winning cent- starting centre-back, in my opinion. But Chris Hudson uh, posted a, an article on my Twitter this morning for, in The Athletic that's singling out Gabriel for praise. And I think he deserves praise. Um, but I, I, I don't see him as a Premier League starting centre-back, winning centre-back, in, in my opinion. Um but I will give an eight because of, as you mentioned, the away record. He's been integral to our, our away form this season. So I think that deserves acknowledgement. So it's an eight for me. But like you said, it's an eight, probably just leaning towards a seven more than a nine. Yeah. Three eights, Lee, full house. No, I've seen like his opinions, isn't it? Like, you know, for me, I'm giving him a nine. And, and the reason I'm giving him a nine is because one, he's been there every game. You know, I, I think that's, um, credit to him, he, he puts his body on the line every single game, but he's there uh, week in, week out. We don't really know how how much we're going to miss him because he's he's always there. I also think that with Shinchenko going off post, which he does, it means there's a lot of space for him to cover. Um, I don't see him getting skinned that often. Here's a couple of times he has done this season with some, but I, I think that um, he has to. Defend from on the front foot. I, I don't think he gets the credit for that. He's the one that gets in there physically and does all that. Um, he, he doesn't back off and shy off from anything. And he has to do a lot of covering there. I know Martinelli does that as well. Helps him out uh, quite a lot. But I, 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 I think he's been consistently good this season. Like nine for me. Nine. Three eights and a nine. I think that's the best score, score so far for a player. Let's move to Saliba. Um, I'm going to kick off Saliba. I'm going to go with a nine on Saliba. You know, when you, when you take into consideration it's his first season in the league, when you take into consideration his age and what he's brought to us, I think I think Lee, you said it recently in terms of the one that is closest to being the world class player that that we kind of need moving forward in terms of all the young players we have. I think I think I I agree with you. Saliba is the one. I look at him and I just think. In a couple of years, this guy's going to be a beast. He's close to already, but in a couple of years, with more confidence, with more experience, with more you know, um, years under his belt, I think he's got the potential to be one of, if not the best centre-back in the world in, in, in years to come. Composed, under pressure, calm. He's, he can also get rugged as well. I know Gabriel tends to do that sort of work, but Saliba's not shy. He doesn't shy away from a challenge or or a 50-50. He's, he, he's there. And when you look at the impact that, that he, his injury had towards the end of the season, not only defensively, but transitionally as well, and our fluidity playing out of the back and breaking the lines and, and, and moving forward with the ball, it had a massive, massive impact. So for me, one of the players of the season, for sure, unfortunate end, but I need him to sign that contract. Nine out of ten. Jordan. Wow. Um, it's a seven for me. And I think he's been brilliant when he's played. He's been brilliant. But I have to factor in games missed. I think it's. I think you have to factor in the games that have been missed. It's not his fault, but it's relevant. Um, and he's missed, you know, a chunk of the season, the most important part of the season. Again, not his fault, but it's it's a fact. He's missed lots of games. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think his ceiling to be one of the top five defenders in the world is there to be grabbed. Um when he's not there, we change how we play. He can't squeeze the pitch as much as you can when he is there. Um, and I think he'll be a star for us if he signs that contract. But um, I'm going to give him a seven. Because I think Gabriel, over the piece, deserves a bit more credit than he does, even though Saliba's better. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with with, with that. Um, game changing central defender for me. When I see him, I knew that Arsenal would be a lot better with him. I, I, I really do. And I'm going to be really honest. Since he's gone out of the team, we've gone back to where where we were last season, and uh, you know, like a top four side. He, he's the game changer for me. I'm going to be really honest. If you haven't got injured, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I, I really do. But I'm going to go for an 8 because of that injury. It's just, you know, towards the latter part of the season, no fault of his own that he's not been about. Wow, we have missed him. We have missed him, you know what I mean? I, I, I do think he's our best player. I, I really do. I think that he has all the attributions to be world-class. I think that he's got it all. Pace, power, intelligence. First season as well in the Premier League, you'd think he's had about 10 you know, 21 years of age, my word. And, um, yeah, I think that um, it's it's so important. I, I will not be relaxed until he has signed that contract. That's how important yeah. he is to this team. That's how I feel he is. I think he is the most important player. And it, and I, I, I think um, I haven't seen a centre-half as good as him for a very, very long time. You know what it is? You know- you know what it is with it as well? Because of how well we've done this season and let's say that like, everything goes well in the next few years and then we we win titles and we, we potentially win Champions League or compete at the highest level for the next five, six, seven, eight years. Something about him just makes me think, you know, when you look at the, the, the old Arsenal team and you'll get like the Ian Wrights and the Henrys and the Perez's and Youngbergs and, and the Bergkamps that tend to get a lot of the credit because they're the attackers, they're the, you know, the fancy ones. But then somewhere there you see Tony Adams who who knits it all together in the dressing room who's that kind of leader kind of the, the the one that the one that people turn to in a battle I can see Saliba becoming that for Arsenal as much yeah. as Saka and Martinelli and the young players Odegaard will get the credit they deserve because of their attacking influence I think Saliba's the one where he's the base to build off of yeah and, and also I think that Gabriel gets a little bit uh, um gets a little bit less downgraded because of how good he is. Yeah, yeah. James, we got a seven, an eight, and a nine. I'll give him an eight. I mean, again, it could so easily be a nine. I'll give him an eight because I don't want to give him higher than Gabriel. I think in different ways they've been as good as each other. But I think I think Saliba has a slightly better like you know you rarely see a highlight reel of defenders but I think you could make a really good I mean who remembers that interception where at Stamford Bridge you know when they tried to play him behind to Mm -hmm. and sort of like stuck a leg out but almost flipped it back above himself span around Mm -hmm. took a touch and then we played out and it's just like wow I mean that's really classy he's I think he's got the potential to be world class Um, so I give him an eight Uh, factoring in that he actually looked a little off it as well uh, post World Cup for the next month and a bit. But him and Gabriel, that's a special partnership. I really believe it, it, it will prove to be. And you need to sign that contract. Has to. Yeah. That's as big as any signing for me this season. It, it, it actually is, because if he's not going to sign this summer, we've got to sell him. We've got Massive, to sell him. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. Jordan, how's your replay? Yeah, you can't. You can't. Jordan, Thomas Partey. It's a six. It's a six for me. And I'm being super harsh on Thomas Partey because I love him. And start of the season, I remember saying that of all the players in our squad, he's the most important player. Not the best, but the most important. Um, and I stand by that. Um, funnily enough, I think Saliba will, will be that guy next year, but we'll see who we bring in. Um, 
I just think that Lee nailed it about a month ago when he said, when he's 100%, you can't touch him. He's just, an, he's, he's like, he's almost a Kante in terms of two players in one. He's brilliant. I think technically he's gifted. I think he's really strong on the ball. I think he makes good interceptions. I think he's a very good backup man for the more creative players in front of him, like Odegaard and and, and he, he who, I'm, who I am naming. Um, so he knows his role really well. Um, but when he's not 100%, the drop-off is huge. Mm. It's huge. And he's missed some really key games. Again, some through injury, but just some through just not being on it. Um, so if I'm looking at the whole season, when he's been brilliant, he's been brilliant. When he's been bad, he's been really bad. So I'm, I'm being harsh, but it's a six for me. I think that's quite yeah, hard. I do think you've been a little bit harsh on that there. For me, it's an eight. I, I, I totally agree with everything you said there. I think when he's on his form, when he's... Like, I thought he was back to his best, I know, on um, on Sunday. It didn't matter, but he looked a little bit fit, a little bit sharper. I felt... Yeah, um, yeah very good. I, I felt that maybe, like, when it really mattered for us, he, got, he wasn't 100% fit. But when he was fit, yeah, I, I, I actually going to say it's probably a, a pleasure to watch, you know, one of them... He's a midfield player. That I like, I, you know, obviously, been a midfield player myself. He makes it look easy, um, and, and you know that it's not. And I think that sometimes, you know, he, he, he does do that. Again, the injury thing will always be a, a thing over over him for me. But uh, eight out of ten because I think some of his performances. And I think when you look, I look back at the the Spurs games, uh, particularly the away from home game there, he was absolute different class. So eight for me. Eight. Um, before I give my rating, because I actually said and decided, I think his season has been sort of immaculate till the run-in, which then became a little bit of a disaster class. Mm. I thought the Etihad was a oh, bad day for him. I thought the, uh, the, the, the trying to flick it over Declan Rice and then we concede a penalty. I know, you know, obviously Gabriel is at fault for that too. Yeah. I just thought there was some really kind of bad, and I'm kind of with Jordan on the availability thing. It was my graphic that kind of um, did the rounds on social media with the amount of big games he's missed since he's arrived at Arsenal. Like it's a big amount. Um, I'll give him an eight. I'm trying to figure out whether it's a nine dropping to an eight or an eight. Like, like, like whether he was playing at a nine most of the season and then the uh, the, the bad end is dropped into an eight, or whether he's playing as an eight for most of the season, the bad season drops him down to a seven. Yeah, I'll give. I, I think I'll give him an eight. I'll be kind. I'll be kind. Um, but th- there was a bad end. Um, I do. I I do think that if his final eight nine games were as good as his first twenty nine thirty, then and we win the league, I'd be giving him a nine. But or a ten. Or a ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was that good. Yeah, I think you're, I'm right. I'm with you. I think the drop-off and the fact that he is one of the most experienced players, not only by age, but time at the club as well. In terms of the starting eleven, you see how much of the young core is in there. He's been here a few years. Uh, yeah, I just can't shake the end of the season. And I know it must be an injury because some of those games, I'm looking at him and he's just struggling to even run. It was bad. It was yeah. bad, yeah. So for me, I'm gonna go with a seven, slightly below my eight average. But I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm gonna go with a seven. Probably, it probably is closer to a six than an eight for me because I, I was so disappointed with the way it ended for Thomas because I, I rate him so highly, mm. similar to Jordan. Mm. I rate him so highly, 
And it wasn't that long ago we was all, you know, talking about who's the best DM in the league, Partey, Rodri, Casemiro. And then at the end, it just, you know, fell flat on his face. So Can I um, can I just add, Turkish, because cause I know we're going to move on really quickly, but ju- just to give him some praise on the North London derby goal that puts us 1-0 up, great strike. Um, his performance away from home in the North London derby was fantastic. The... Uh, I know it was the FA Cup to some people, but me and Man City went full strength when we took him off. We saw the drop off. Um, yeah. So, like, so like, there have mom- been moments where we've really seen like where we kind of suffer. But then at the same time, Jorginho came in and did brilliantly away in Newcastle. So, you know, he's not irreplaceable. You know, there's, you know, that there, there is a great Arsenal side without Jorginho, sorry, without Partey in there. Um, but I, I think in the bread and butter games, he was brilliant. If you look at the bread and butter games, the kind of at home to, I don't know, bloody uh, Nottingham Forest or at home to... About 14 Premier League teams. I know, I'm, <laughs> I know, I'm struggling. Give, give, give me, in, in the kind of standard three o'clock games we had in the first half of the season, he was brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant. He was eights and nines out of tens in most of those games. But in some of the key big games slash the title run-in, I just think the drop off, his drop off was probably bigger than anybody else's. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. His drop off in that last nine games was Saka maybe as well, but 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 Partey was really his his level really dropped. Me nine for me. I, nine. I felt he was solid all the way through the season. A couple of bad games he had was when, when he was not available, and then the game against Man City wasn't fit. It showed. Whenever he's on his game, I think Arsenal play really, really well. Um, I, I, I think his goal contribution has to be taken into consideration, score goals this season. His work rate, box to box. Uh, I, I'll never forget the tackle against uh, Newcastle when he when he's, he goes from one end of the field to the other. Desire, heart. Uh, I, I, I know that we've done the poll and he didn't even get in the top three, did he, for the AFTV Player of the Year. I'm, I'm very surprised that it would have been in my top three, but a nine for me. Yeah, nine, nine, 16 goal contributions in, in, in all competitions. That's 14 in the league, seven goals, seven assists. And the defensive work goes under the radar a little bit because that's what he's been criticised for in the past. Um, but I think he's been really, really, really good. Um, so he's my first nine. And when I think about it, over the whole 38 games, do I think he has been slightly better than Gabriel and Saliba, you know, who got eight? I'd say, yeah, I'd say that sounds about right. I think I think Gabriel and Saliba are perhaps more important to the future of this club and their potential and all that. But just for this season alone, yeah, I'd say Jack has edged it. Yeah, I'm not angry with nines. I'm, I'm going to go with an eight. Um I think when you look at expectation and reality, I mean, there, there, there's there's no other player that's that's, in my opinion, in the league most improved behind Xhaka. I think he he has come on leaps and bounds this season. Seven goals, seven assists in the league. I mean, that's 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 a pretty good output from an from a, from an eight. Even if you compare it to the eights across the league, I just think there's there's room for improvement, not necessarily for Xhaka in that position, but for another player. I think we can be a bit smoother in the final third. Don't get me wrong; his output has been has been much better than expected. Seven goals, seven assists. But I just think at times in the final third, he has looked a bit like a fish out of water. So, 
Yeah, overall, I think it's a strong eight. It's a it's an eight going more towards a nine than it is an eight going towards a seven. That's for sure. But yeah, I'm gonna stick with an eight. So eight, a couple of nines, Jordan. Uh, for me, pre World Cup, our best player. Um, I think he's been. I think his fitness levels have been insane. He gets around the pitch really, really well. Um, his goal contribution, I think, is significant as well. Um, that I'm with Lee. That Newcastle performance might be his iconic Arsenal performance. Um, in was it eight years? He was brilliant. That was a game that we all thought we were going to win, if we're all honest. Um, and he was the best player on the pitch. And that was the game that kind of reinvigorated a little bit of hope that you never know. We yeah. might still do it. We might still do it. Of course, we didn't. Um, it's an eight, eight for me. But yeah, it's an eight going. I'm not mad at nine as well, but I'm going to give him an eight. But it's, a, it's an eight closer to a nine than it is a seven. Eight, yeah, eight, eight plus. Let's look at it like that. Um, yeah. Two eights and two nines. Older guards, uh, James. Nine. Yeah, the goal contributions are there. Silky, just so good to watch. Um, yeah, the, the thing I'd say, just for the sake of a little bit of balance, I, I still think older guard. I mean, look, the the, the the De Bruyne comparisons came up this year, and I get it. That's their most creative player versus our most creative player in the title race, blah, blah, blah. I still think there's quite a way to go for Odegaard till he gets to, like, De Bruyne levels. And I know De Bruyne, by the way, can go missing at times. Um, but the goal, the output's there. Um, and he just knit things together. A few games this season where we needed a goal where he's really kind of stepped up and, you know, tried to make things happen. Um He's a class player and he's still very young and he's, I mean, I say very, he's what, 23, 24? But I mean, you know, I think it's going to be, yeah, three, four years and he'll be even better. Um, and uh, yeah, I love him. And I think he's actually, as a captain, he's done it in his own way and mm -hmm. quite well. Um, yeah. So, uh, not, yeah, nine for Martin. Martin yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a nine as well. I remember when you know we was we was first um, strongly linked with getting a deal done, and there was the whole James Madison Odegaard stuff. And and listen, I love both players. I think they're very different tens in my opinion. I, I always that, yeah, I always looked at Madison as the one that the ten that will get you more goals, the the, the ten that will you know be the be the 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 more finisher in the final third, whereas Odegaard's more the creator in the final third. But when you look at the season Odegaard's had in terms of numbers, it matches up. I mean, I wanted more goals from him and he and he gave us more goals. Ended up our joint top scorer this season, as well as being as creative as he has been throughout the season. I think he's been one of our best players, one of the candidates for player of the season. So nine for me. And, and let's not forget the captaincy at such a young age. The problems Arsenal have had with, with captains over the years and not giving it to the right person. I'm not saying 100% Odegaard, you know, has proved himself as a captain, but I've seen enough to know that it was a good decision. Um, no one gets a nine for me, but like probably Ramsdale, he's the closest that's going to get to a nine. Um, but a bit like Saliba, I'm, I'm hot. this is a tricky one. It's, a, it's an eight for me. Um, 15 goals in his position is brilliant. 15 goals from where he from where he plays is a really, really good return. I agree with the captaincy. He's the kind of captain that I like. He's not a shelter, a baller, a bellower. He's a lead by example. Give me the ball. I'm gonna try and make this make this work. Um so for me, yeah, he probably is the closest person to a nine for me. Um and probably my player of the year. Um yeah, yeah, I'll give him a, I'll give him a 
a, a plus again. Eight plus, couple nines and an eight there, Lee. Nine for me. I think he's been our player this season. I think that he's answered a lot of questions that needed to be answered. I've always said it was a good player, uh, but people said he needed to do more assists and more goals. Uh, he's done that. I think the one thing that he doesn't get the credit for is his work rate. I think he starts. Yeah, yeah, well said. Um, he, 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 he's the one that initiates it with his work rate. So if he's not having a great game, he still contributes with his work rate. I, I think that that yeah, you know it, it should be um, you know it should be second nature, but it's not in football. You know what I mean? Like those sort of gifted players, sometimes they don't feel that they work. Comparisons with De Bruyne, that just shows you how good he's going to be. I think that at 24, I'm going to say it now, Ulugar is a better player than De Bruyne was at 24. So if he can go up a thing, I think that he will do. But I always think that if he doesn't play well, he, he puts a puts a shift in work work wise. And I think he's been our best player. A joy to watch. Mm. Blessed that we've got him. Three nines and an eight. Strongest performer so far. Saka, right forward. Oh, that's me actually. Um, again, I think what we've just said about Odegaard, potential for player of the season, it goes to Saka as well. His drop off at the end, not ideal, coincided with us kind of, you know, giving away the, the, the league title or at least giving it away way too easily to Man City. But I don't put that all on him. I think when you look at the amount of games he plays, not just this season, but consistently since he's been in the side, I think it's understandable what's happened to him. But his output has been, you know, great to say the least. I think he ended with 14 goals and 11 assists. You know, one in behind our top, yeah in the league, one behind our top scorers, Martinelli and Odegaard. One of the only players, if not the only player, to have double double. I'd call it that, that's the term they use in the NBA. But in terms of goals and assists, come the end of the season, I don't think someone else in the Premier League has got double digit figures in in goals and assists. So, you know, it goes without saying, Saka. He is one of our star boys, and I know he is labelled the star boy. But we've got a few to say the least. But for me, um. Yeah, new contract as well, and I think I think the contract is deserved. When you look at it, when you listen to the numbers and you hear two hundred k plus the bonuses, I can understand that a lot more than seeing two hundred and ninety k flat, because the pressure obviously goes up with with a new contract too. And I think that's right. I think he was at a stage where you know he's he's proven himself, and he still needs to prove himself moving forward, especially at a higher wage. But I think we're in a good place with Saka. I know there's concerns about the four years. Not too concerned about that because if Arsenal win and keep on challenging, he'll want to sign. And that's what we as fans want Arsenal to be doing. So, for me, I'm going to give him a nine as well. Jordan? Uh, it's an eight from me. It would have been a nine for not the drop-off in the last six weeks of the season. Um, he was my player of the year until about two months ago. And I think Odegaard just pipped him. He's been brilliant. And I don't forget the early games of the season where he was scoring great goals. and gr His finishing has improved. The goal yeah. against Leeds, even the goal against Wolves on the weekend. That's a really good goal that he scored on the weekend. Um, the goal against United. Um, he scored some big penalties. I know he missed the big one against West Ham, but he scored some big goals. And I like how his... his, his um, his finishing is getting better. I disagree with you, Turkish, in terms of his output being great. I don't think it is great. I think it's impressive. 15 goals is not great. And next season, I need 20. I need 20 goals next season. And I don't think that that is a big ask. From I, someone. I, I mean, great in terms of where he, the stage he's at. Okay, okay. 
because okay. I know you'd want him to be getting maybe 20 goals and and you know giving them numbers. But I always look at Martinelli as the the 25 goal winger, and I look at Saka as the oh, one we'll that's going to have balance of goals and assists. But yeah, I, I get your point. I, I need 20 goals next year from Saka. 20 goals, anything below 20 goals for me from him is not is not acceptable. And I'm putting a higher level on him because you have Cecil, who's leading the world-class fan base, and Saka, we won't go there again. But if you're going to chat about world-class wingers, 15 goals is not great. That's that's impressive. That's not yeah, yeah. great. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Salah's got more goals than that, and he's had a bad, bad year. Salah's the bar. Mane's the bar. Vinicius is where Saka needs to be aiming to get to. And I think he can get there, but he's not there at the moment. So for me, again, another player I'm being really harsh on because I've got high expectations for him. But for me, it's an eight. Um, but, I, but I like the trajectory of improvement year on year that he's um, he's going on. Nine, eight. Yeah, nine for me. I think uh, 21 years of age, unbelievable what he was like at the beginning of the season. I also think that when we get better players coming in, I think uh, he'll get better and better because at this moment in time, every time he gets the ball, there's two players on him he has to deal with. Which sometimes no three. So, yeah, sometimes three. No other team has to deal with that. But you imagine if you've got class players in midfield and bombing through and everything, it will it'll create more goals for everybody else. I don't. I, I think at the end of the day, when we look back at this, well, uh, this season, the World Cup will be a, a downfall for us because we lost Jesus in that. And also... You know, like I think that the the World Cup took its toll at the latter part of the season for for Saka. Twenty one years of age, carried this football club for the last couple of years. A pleasure and a pleasure to watch. Yes, his form dropped off at the end because he was shattered. Didn't have that um, respite that he probably needed. But um, I just think he's a gifted, gifted footballer for me. Nine out of ten, uh, and will get better. I saw a stat Lee, that said that he's the first player to play every single Premier League game two seasons in a row. He's the first player to play every single Premier League game yeah, for two, two, two years in a row. Was it for us or was it in the league? For, for us in the Premier League era, I think that was. Oh, I thought it was the Premier League overall. Okay, maybe, maybe, but I'm pretty sure. Well, that's, that still, that's, that's, still a, that's still a fantastic um, thing for yeah. Arsenal as well because, you know, um, I, I tell you what, I, I was with some Australian guys this week and, you know, big up to Paulie and all that lot. But they didn't realise how, um, by watching him live, how many times he gets kicked. They didn't realise it, you know, mm. being like, and I don't, I don't, I, 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 you know, we probably, we're used to seeing him get, he gets kicked, he gets up, he gets kicked, he gets up, you know, in the first minute of that game, he got done, but he just, you know, I, he doesn't shy away from that. I think that's the thing as well. Like, you know, you get uh, fullbacks that give uh, wingers kicks and they, uh, they shy out of games. He doesn't do that. But for me, I, I think he's been fantastic. Yeah, James. Um, yeah, nine because output's been unbelievable. Uh, yeah, the amount he takes players on, your right gets kicked and go left foot, right foot, love them to bits. Um, you know, I guess I, I asked this question. I mean, without starting the world class debate, I think my question is how many right wingers in world football have been better than him this season? Like, hard to say, yeah. And, and I think that just shows you kind of the level he's operated on. Um, so, yeah, nine for me. A few nines and an eight. Another strong performer. Martinelli on the other side. Jordan, you're going to kick us off with Martinelli. Um, it's uh, another eight. Another eight um, going to a, to a nine, but it's an eight for me. Again, another player that I'm really hard on. Um, 
and I rate Martinelli. I do rate him. And a bit like what Lee said about Odegaard, even when he's not playing well, his 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 work rate is really is always on point. I never have any question marks about Martinelli's work rate and his team play. Um, but yeah, finished joint top goal scorer again. I need more goals next year. I still need a bit of improvement in terms of his um, on the ball um, dribbling, in terms of looking up and looking at the wider pitch. But yeah, I, 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 he's he's been brilliant. It's it's an eight for me. Hey. Yeah, no, no, for me, I, I think that um, I, I think that uh, he's been outstanding this season. Like, I, what I've really liked about him is when it, when it's there've been a couple of question marks put at him, he's um, he, he's just turned around and, and answered them. There's been a couple of times he's been left out, he's responded. I think his attitude is different class. I think that his work rate. I think that at times he has to do a little bit of work for the team, which takes away his contribution, i.e. when Shinchenko goes in there, he has to battle back and chase back. He does it. He's, if he loses the ball, what I do like about him, if he ever loses the ball, he never gives up. He never shrugs his shoulders. He chases all the way back to wherever it is. If he loses it, if it means him going to the corner flag, he'll do it. And I think that's a tremendous attitude that he's got. Goal scorer, when we've needed it, and, and even through the bad time, the bad times at the end, I think he was the one player shining through and all that. For me, nine out of ten. Nine. Yeah, nine. nine best player in the running. Um, level went up actually. I think as as the pressure went up, I think he got mm. better. Um, output unbelievable. Yeah, work rate. Uh, probably more creative than he's given credit for. He's got a really good cross. He's very good at picking players out. Um, with his crossing again, left or right or all that. Uh, not much more need to be not much more needs to be said. Um, I love him to bits. I think he's got. It's funny, you know. You debate as a higher ceiling: Erdegaard, Saliba, Saka, Martinelli. I think whoever you pick, I think Martinelli's right there with them. Um, so yeah, uh, nine for me. I need him to be the player, guys. Next year, that every single fullback in the country is just scared of. I need him to be the player next year that when he's on the ball, the opposition fans are thinking, oh no, he's going to do us. Because he's got that real directness that I love. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's, that was my one regret in the Liverpool game at Anfield. I just think he could have really roasted Trent Alexander-Arnold a bit more. I think he could have really gone at him a little yeah. bit more. Um, and next year, I need him to be that player that every single fullback is like, oh God. I think, I think he's on the way there as well. I think he is too. I think he is I too. Think he's on the way there. I, I echo everything said by James, Lee, and yourself, Jordan. I can't really add anything onto it. He stood up the, the tallest, the back end of the season. When he got dropped, he bounced back. Um, and I think, in terms of ceiling for our attackers, I think he's got the highest ceiling. I think he's the one that can give us 25, 30 goal seasons in all competitions. I think he's headed into that direction. Like I said, with Saka, I feel like there's more of a balance of goals and assists and, and being a creative outlet as much as someone in the final third to finish it. But with Martinelli, I just see him as as someone like Jordan said, fullbacks will be scared to come up against in years to come. So for me, nine, he's up there with Odegaard, Saka and Saliba as the players of the season. And we're going to wrap it up or wrap up the, the, the main starting eleven with Jesus um, Lee. Oh, difficult one this is because he was uh, absolutely outstanding for his injury. I've got to go seven out of ten because of that injury like out for three months. But before that, he was unbelievable. Unbelievable um, until the World Cup. I thought he was fantastic. And I, I credit to him for the way he's come back as well. Like, you know, he's been... 
uh, not hit the form that he did before the injury, if I'll be honest. But, you know, to be out for all that long and, and contribute the, the way that he has done, it's been fantastic. But because of uh, the injury, it has to be a seven. But what a signing for us and, and what a player. But because of the injury, I can only give him a seven. But, um, you know, I think he's been fantastic for us. Yeah, seven. James? Yeah, eight, because he's he's mesmerising to watch sometimes. Yep. Um Missed quite a big chunk of the season. Not his fault, but uh, you know he, he still that finishing does need a little bit of polishing. Um, people forget before the World Cup because we missed him a bit after, and, and you know we felt that a little bit. Um, people forgot that I think he was on like a ten match streak without a five goal. goals he got. Didn't he? That's all he had. <laughs> That's not really good enough, um, but. I think he is so good to watch. Like mm. he really is just like old school, just has so much fun on the pitch. Um uh yeah, what did I give him an eight? Yeah, I'll stick with that. I'm going seven. Mr. Mr. Big Chunk of the season. In front of goal, a lot of question marks. But I, I want to lean more towards how much of an impact he's had, similar to Zinchenko in terms of the system and and part of the reason why Martinelli and Saka have the amount of goals they have. I think when we saw Martinelli after the World Cup without Jesus, we saw a different Martinelli until Trossard came in. And I think that's testament to, to what Jesus does up top. Is he going to get you 20 league goals? No. But he's he's someone that can give a bit of both, similar to what, to what I said about Saka. And if you do, you know, have a Jesus, I think we need to add competition there in terms of someone that, you know, on-site, bang, back of the net, because that's not what Jesus is. But for what Jesus is, I'm going to say seven. Without the injury and at the trajectory he was going, it, it could have really been eight, nine come the end of the season. But yeah, seven for me. Yeah, seven for me too, Turkish. Um, I'm glad that James flagged the fact that before his injury, he was on quite a bad run of, of lack of goals. It wasn't good. And he, he's better than the player I'm about to compare him to. He's better than him. But my concern is that we lord everything apart from goals. This is I've mentioned Lacazette before. Lacazette's work rate, his hold-up play, mm-hmm. his, all this stuff was... We, we killed him for it. So I don't think we want to... We, we mustn't get kind of lulled into a as a fan base applauding Jesus so much for all the things that he's doing, but not putting up goals. A little bit like Gabriel, I would look for an upgrade on him. If we're being serious, we've got two weapons in Martinelli and Saka, left and right, and Odegaard behind. We need a guy up top that we're, we're, we're confident we clinical. And as you said, Turkish, he's not a 20-goal season striker. I think there's a role for him to play, and I would keep him, and he's definitely you know added to our team this year. But if we're going to win the Premier League next year, you don't do it for me with him up top as your main striker. I'm just being brutally honest. He's not the guy who's going to win you a Premier League title. Um, and I would look for a striker who's an alternative to him that you can dip in and out um, alongside him. So I just miss... feel, sorry, not to extend, oh, I feel uncomfortable with statements like that. You know, he's not the, the striker that's going to win you because that would have been said about Firmino at one point. You know, and, yeah. and evolved true, and developed true, into true. the system and James Milner the same. I, I think, I think, we could, but I hear your point. You want more output, but yeah, he's he's a I, really I, good player. I think the difference is is that I'm not. I don't, I don't know for me no stats. His stats weren't unbelievable in terms of goals, but he was putting up ten to fifteen goals minimum. And also, when you've Probably, got Mane yeah. and Salah putting up thirty goals each, 
No, yeah, I mean? fair point. Fair point. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, a difference yeah. there. Martin and Saka aren't getting 30 goals each. So I, I, I take your point. I mean, I, and I'm making a bit of a provocative statement there. I accept that. But I'm just being brutal. on Because I want to win the title. And I'm, no, look, I'm, look, it, yeah. I'm looking forward and thinking, if I go through player by player, is this a guy that I think, when it really matters, is a guy that one-on-one, I'm confident, will win, will, will, will get that chance and take it? And if I'm that, being that's honest... Downfall. That's his downfall. That's the one criticism that he has. He's not prolific. You know, fantastic finish, by the way on Sunday, but it surprised me that he scored that goal. You know what I mean? I I, I felt like they, you know, even at the beginning of the season, one-on-ones in, in, in America, like, you know what I mean? He was going through and, and he was scoring them. And, and then when it mattered, he wasn't. Well, there you go, Lee. That's my point. If that game against Wolves on the weekend was the game to win us a title, does he score that goal? Uh, yeah, exactly that. I don't know. That's 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 do, there's do the you question know what I mean? mark. There's, yeah, there's a I question mark there. So that's my that's why I'm being deliberately. I'm trying to raise standards here. So, but I will say this: when I saw him live on game four or five this season, I didn't realize how technically good he is until yeah. you see him up close and you see him in live. He's a brilliant player. I just need some goals. Give me some goals. That's my point. But yeah. So it's a seven for me. A few sevens and an eight. That wraps up the, the main 11. Listen, lads, uh, this is our longest show ever. So with, with the following names, I just want a number, no explanation. Tommy Asu, Jordan. Six. 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 Three. Um, Rob Holden, Jordan. <laughs> Came out with a three. No explanation. <laughs> uh, Holding... Six. Five. Five. I'm being kind, I think. Three. Oh, um, Tierney. Six. Five. 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 Six. Four. Five. Five is fine, yeah. Sorry, actually, I bump up to a six because he was better than holding. So five, yeah, six. five is basically average. Um, Vieira, four, two, two, yeah, four, just a bit disappointing, but shown moments, shown moments. I haven't given up on that player. Four, four, um. Who's next up? Yeah, Trossard. Seven. Seven. Eight. Seven. Eight, eight for me. Um, Eight's fair. I, I, I could go to an eight. Yeah. Last, Eddie Nketiah. Eight. Seven. Six. Three. Can't say that. I'm sorry, like that. Yeah. <laughs> come on, no, come on. I know. Listen, we're, we're, I'll tell you come what. We've got to say this about Eddie. We, when you look back, how good Jesus was. We didn't miss Jesus. Oh, oh that is incredible. I, 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 I fucking did, Lee. I miss Jesus a hell of a lot. Nah, I thought we'd come in and done a, a, no, a those two games against Man United and was it West Ham? Yeah. Th- those at the time, those were two big games. Yeah, he, you, he, he delivered games though. That's that's my problem. He signed a hundred k contract, number fourteen shirt. Oh. And we're naming we're naming two games at the end but, of the season. But he's, but he's, away. That's three. 
Come on, oh, Ted. Those are, those are, he's, he's not our number one striker. He's coming. No, he, 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 listen, he's he done well. He His job his job was to replace Jesus, and he done it. He I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I mean, his job is to replace, and he done it. He's yeah, back up. Trust that. I, right. I feel he gets a lot of... Uh, he's, we know he's not good enough to, to lead the line for Arsenal on a regular basis, but you need players that are going to come in and do the job when the backup, as a backup. And as a backup striker, I think he done his job very, very well. I agree. I agree. He he doesn't. I'd sell he, it, but he, he, did a, did a good he job. just yeah. does not suit the way we play. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, Jacka got better again. Martinelli got better again. We looked more fluid. Yes, we are a better team with other options in that position than Eddie and Ketia. But he's done really well, I think, to try and adapt his game. And what you did get was the moments where you thought. That is what Eddie does. The header at the back post against United, great goal. And then to win us that game, we didn't see enough of that. I agree. I actually think for the spell he was in, we probably need a few more goals. But largely, the fact our, our level didn't drop too much, yeah. if at all. So, you know, we went on a very good run in that time. I think big, big credit to him for that. But I hear it. If we move on, I'm not crying a river. Yeah. Three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> So, that, that wraps up all the names I've got on my list. Um, people, watchers, oh, no, 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 we, we haven't mentioned Jorginho. Oh yeah, oh, Jorginho, yeah. go on then. Let's 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 add him in there as well. A seven for me. Yeah, seven for me. Eight. I've, yeah, I think he's, I, 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 I think he's been borderline flawless. What's he done? Actually, wrong? you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're I, right. I'm going to change mine to an eight. I'm, I'm with I you. Got, on that, James, yeah, yeah. I got eight. I got eight. Six. God. I wish he'd be as arse as on, on, on himself when he's late like he is when he's late. <laughs> Arteta. Oh, oh, yeah. Arteta. Um, Arteta. I'm going for, I'm Are going we talking for Premier League season here? Are we talking season season? No, we've done the, I, I've done everything as the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Same, right. same. That's why, why Vieira didn't get a two. He got a four. Because <laughs> actually, in other comps, he actually showed some quality. Yeah. Um, eight yeah. for me. Then if you're going to go on on all of that, nine for the Premier League, eight for the uh, all round because we went out early in the couple of competitions. But I'm going to say this now: I don't care what anybody says. He has won me round. You know what I mean? I wanted him out a couple of years ago. I didn't think he was good enough. He's won me round. Um, what about I, last week? I'll take it as a compliment. The last two years, <laughs> I think he's been superb for us. I really, I'm not superb, but he's done really, really well for us. Fail towards the end, I'm gonna be honest with you, but that's not I don't think down to him. I think that's down because the players have been tired or injured. He's had a lot unlucky on injuries. I I also got to say this some of the football we are playing now is a pleasure mm. to watch. So for yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Eight, 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 eight for me because I actually don't put the capitulation. If I'm dividing percentage, I think it's more on the group of players than the manager. Agreed. You get us two and up at Anfield, you get us two and up at West Ham. He's not telling Ramsdale to give the ball away after 26 seconds. Like you know, I, I think I think the players take a lot of responsibility. I think I actually think they also take it. I don't think they're 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 shrugging off that responsibility. Um, but I'll tend to like to take responsibility too. But yeah, eight for me. Eight for me. Um, uh, for me, the work starts now. Mentality change. His job now. I'll be judging him next season on how much he's improved the mentality over the summer to go again. That's the job here. It's going again. Can you get them up again to, with five games to go, be in the mix again? So, yeah, eight for me. <clears throat> yeah, eight for me as well. I think when you look at 
where he is as a manager. I think that that's why I'll, I'll give him an eight. He's still learning. If I'm judging Arsenal season, I'm I'm going seven. But with Mikel Arteta, I'll give him an eight. Lee. Yeah, just uh, one other player we forgot, Nelson. Um, just just come to me there. Um, I, I do think he needs to be given a, a contribution for that Bournemouth game as well. Like so, seven for me. Yeah, if I'm judging it on like per minute played, yeah, he gets yeah. like an eight or a nine. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But but, but obviously contribution to the whole season. Yeah, probably a seven. Uh, but the fact that he's he, he's done so well with limited minutes that we're all actually really happy to keep him and want to keep him uh, and some fighting to keep him, I think that, that shows you how good he's been in the limited opportunities. And the Bournemouth moment is like a 12 in itself. That goal, oh my word. Um, yeah. So seven. Seven, seven for me. Seven. Seven's all round. And we forgot another big um, Tim Lewis, Richard Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that needed to go by nine. It's now yeah. nine minutes to ten. My, and you're my train left oh, four wow. minutes ago, Turkey. What am I fighting for here? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm being deadly serious. My train left four minutes. It was the 9.47. So, yeah. well, mine hasn't left yet, so let's hurry up. You'll keep the next one. Uh, people, hit the like button. Let's get it up to a 1,000. We're an hour 40 minutes in. Leave us your com comments below. Um, your player ratings for the season below. Leave all of that. Obviously, comments of the day coming up as well. Well, I say next is coming up now. I've got mine here ready, so I'm going to go first. Mine's from Brendan Thomas. And it says, guys, well done to you for an excellent season of shows. Different personalities, great chemistry. Everyone offers a worthwhile perspective, quality. Love that, Brendan. Who's next? Um I'll, I'll go next. I've got two. That was one a lovely here. comment, by the way. Sorry, yeah. I should acknowledge that a bit more. Yeah, that is a lovely comment. All right, I've got one here. It says, Jordan with a Lee moment in the show. I'm sure Gundogan will be great with Shivshenko next season. And I wanted to ask you, Turkish, and forgive me if I'm getting this wrong here. Do you pronounce his name? Is it, is it pronounced Gundogan rather than Gundogan? Was it, I pronouncing it, it correct? It's pronounced Gundogan. Gundogan. Gundawan. Gundalan. Gundawan. Oh, okay. I thought it was pronounced Gundahan. Gunda no, Gundawan. I don't want him coming because I'll, I'll have a bleeding... I'll cut the beers and I'll have a nightmare saying that. <laughs> Lee, will call him, well, Lee will call him good lad for the season. <laughs> the most again. The former City midfielder. Yeah. Good lad. <laughs> all right, I'll take it back. I was, I was saying it wrong all last week and a lot of few of the comments were saying, why Jordan? I thought it was pronounced Ilkay Gundahan. Yeah, it's better than the people that say Gundogan and you, you hear people pronouncing hard G's in there and shit. So. Okay, Listen, we've had Juninho, Vincenzo, Victorious, Victorious Juninho. We've had it all. Victorious is a personal name. That is a killer. That is the one. That is the one. Victorious Juninho. <laughs> Listen, that's why I call Eddie Eddie. You know what I mean? Like, just know that. That's why I call Eddie Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Who's got their comment ready? Can I go next? Because it's sort of on that theme. Balder with the comment says, I love this is like beautifully subtle in how insulting it is. Balder says, big up Lee, articulating brackets for once. How I felt the last few weeks. <laughs> Best content from AFTV. Thank you for bringing the show onto YouTube. 
intimidated for once. That is so rude. Thank you, Baldo. Appreciate it. Oh, man. Victorious. Oh, <laughs> well, I've got to. I've gone for Perth, Perth Aussie. Uh, love the show, guys. But Lee is gold and brings laughter to the show from start to finish. You know, I right? agree. And, and my other one is, I think that I had to bring this one up. Like, you know what I mean? It says like, Hey, have you seen the tactical insight? Is my favourite pickup line there? Like, you know, I'm not going to say the next comment after it, but like, you know, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> listen, thank you to everyone for this for this season. Um, I know you're thanking us, but thank you too because the engagement's mm. been been so high. Comments of the day has become um, an enjoyable feature for us as well. So make sure yeah. you're always leaving the comments. We're still going to be here once a week, every week, doing the transfer stuff. Um, and Jordan wants to interrupt the last sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, last oh, one of the season. I just got a big up, Leo. I bumped into a fan of the show at uh, uh, Victoria train station. He stopped me walking through, so he loves the show, loves you guys, loves me more, obviously. Basically, keep up the good work. Big fan of the show. Big up, Leo. Shout out, Leo. You said Victoria train station. I thought of Vinicius. Victorious. <laughs> and you know what? An early morning show, and I'll tell you what, I'm getting stick for that one. Like, I think that was the <laughs> earliest one. No. I he said this because it was an early show. What an excuse. <laughs> Chinchenko was, was another killer as well. <laughs> uh, uh, to be honest, lads, I don't want to do this, but I just remembered that earlier on, for our kind supporters on all your platforms, I didn't read out the league table, so I'm going to have to put it back up here. I'm gonna to have to read it out for the for the listeners. So, for the final time this season, 49 games have been played, 49 predictions made. In fourth place, James on 34 points. In third place, Lee on 34 points, just pipping James by correct scores. Jordan's in second on 37 points. To be reviewed. This is, this is, I, this is to be reviewed. And I finished first after having six points stripped off me this season. Six points, four points on the final day. I've still come through the mud. I've still made it out. The haters tried to stop me, but they couldn't. The, the haters, me, <laughs> you're the haters. You're hearing this? The haters. It's, it's outrageous, isn't it? Like, you know, it's not nothing to do with haters. It's just you know being doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day. <laughs> Any more from you, Lee, and I'm taking that star away, mate. Well, no, you can't take that star. I've won that fair and square. Look, I've got shirt. Prove it. Right, 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 right. But, uh... There you go, James. You have it for a little bit, mate. <laughs> Mine. Wait, hold on. Mine. Hello. My star. Hello. I'll tell you what, love. Before even the judge and jury come out, he'd put his two stars up and he's, you know, made it out, everything like, you know, but. Even with a four-point deduction, we couldn't uh, couldn't stop him. Like, and, and I think we had. Did you have another point taken off? Every, you know, what I mean, you've had a few points. So you've you've actually won it by a, a country mile this time around. So yeah. good luck to you. Thank you, Lee. That's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what brown envelopes do. You know, what I mean, big brown envelopes. You know, they, they <laughs> bring in trophies. <clears throat> And just another reminder, Sheroy will be on my channel. No, I'm joking. Big yeah, 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 yeah. Sheroy, I tell you, wait, you, you, wait till I see Sheroy. Like, you know what I mean, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> Funny, I, I, I went in the studio the other week, like, and I went in, like, and the door was locked, and I thought, what's going on here, like? And I, 
about five minutes later, like, you know what I mean, come out there with Turkish and, and Shiroi, in there. I don't know what's going on, but like, you know what I mean? Whether I was having a meeting or something about what was going on, I don't what, know. What, like, was know was, was there a briefcase there, Lee? Uh, I think was it was a briefcase there, case there oh, like, okay. you know, plenty of, uh, plenty of money hanging around, uh, you know, so... Um, <laughs> You know, he can be got it. I'll Sheroy. I'll say, uh, like, you know, I'll, I'm just saying. What, 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 was it, was it this, was it this daily? <laughs> I think it was that day. That's what we had in the meeting. <laughs> oh, was it that day? Okay. It was that meeting. We did turn up. Like, and he, he, yeah. Lee, Lee, Lee you've like, changed. You know, and, uh, you've changed, bro. <laughs> He's I there could... pointing at him, like, this, this is, this is my, my guy. <laughs> my attorney. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't get the point. Did, I, got, I didn't get the point back, but also, uh, you know, I couldn't offer him Turkish Airlines. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> on that note, people, we're gonna wrap it up. Big up James, big up Lee, big up Jordan, big up every single one of you that tune in week in, week out. Hit the like button, leave your comments, and we'll be back again next week. Love for the love, people. We're at peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.